Welcome to the Hour of Glory broadcast with Reverend Jonathan Nekuban, Senior Pastor, Springs of Life Chapel International. It's our prayer that you receive the heavenly touch that you so much desire as you listen to the message today. Now, here is Reverend Jonathan Nekuban. You make my life so beautiful. I want to be sharing on the steadfastness of Naomi. Some say Naomi. Some say Naomi, but it's a it's a N E O M I. And then the faith of Ruth. Hallelujah. Let's turn our Bibles to the book of Ruth, chapter number one, verse number one to verse number five. May we read it all together. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land. Hallelujah. And a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to dwell in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. The name of the man was Elimelech, the name of his wife Naomi, and the name of his two sons were Malon and Chilion, Ephrathites of Bethlehem, Judah, and they went to the country of Moab and remained there. Then Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left and her two sons. Now they took wives of the women of Moab. The name of the one was Orpah, the name of the other Ruth. And they went there about ten years. Then both Malon and Chilion also died. So the woman survived her two sons and her husband. Then she arose with her daughters-in-law that she might return from the country of Moab. For she had heard in the country of Moab that the Lord had visited his people by giving them bread. Hallelujah. Okay. And then verse number 11. Naomi said, Turn back my daughters. Why will you go with me? Are there still sons in my womb that they may be your husbands? Turn back my daughters. Go, for I am too old to have a husband. Underline that. If I should say I have hope, if I should have a husband tonight and should also bear sons, would you wait for them till they were grown? Would you restrain yourselves from having husbands? No, my daughters, for it grieves me very much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. Then they lifted up their voices and wept again, and Oppa kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung unto her. Hallelujah. Somebody say, Ruth clung unto her. And she said, Your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her God, small Jean. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, Can we read it together? Entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God my God. Where you die, I will die. And there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me and more also if anything but death parts you and me. The Lord add his blessing to the reading of this word. And everybody say a big amen. Now this story is a story of hope. Somebody say hope. And in life you need hope. Amen. Hope gives life to your faith. Faith is what you believe. And hope is what you are expecting. If you do not expect anything. It will not keep your faith alive. And life can have challenges. And without hope you cannot survive. What keeps people alive is hope. Amen. It is hope that keeps alive. They conducted an experiment. And they put two rats in a, a container. One of it was totally dark. And one of it was a ray of light coming through. They were of the same ages. Same breed. Everything. I mean genetically, biologically, everything was 
the same subjected to the same conditions the only thing was that one had a ray of light coming through the other total darkness and they gave them a certain time period within that set time period the other one that was totally dark and there was no light had died but the other one with light coming through was still struggling and didn't die why because he saw a ray of hope that one day I could come out and you must have hope that whatever it is you are coming out so in this story we find that the bible says, now it came to pass and i came to tell somebody that your situation will never be the same Ruth chapter 1 verse 1 now it came to pass it means that whatever you are going through will pass away today you may be sleeping on somebody's veranda but it will pass away you have your own today a landlord will be knocking at your door when you are praying they will knock and say hey there you for you are disturbing but it will change that situation will come to pass and you own your own three bedroom house nobody will wake you up to go and clean the gutter when they want to embarrass you whatever you are going through is a visitor and visitors don't stay forever it's a passing cloud and when there's a passing cloud it threatens to rain but it doesn't rain the reason is that Jesus has already given you the victory because he went to the cross he's won the battle for us that's what Bible says we are more than conquerors. We are not now going to conquer. We are more than the conquerors through Christ Jesus. It came to pass. You may be working as a bachelor. You are wondering, Lord, when, when am I going to get money to marry the lady I love? But God will provide for you. Amen. I remember many years I was walking around as a single person. I was wondering, well, who am I going to marry? And no, no, he said, no, I'll me here. I say, very close. There's somebody very close to you today. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, somebody close to you today. There is a miracle so close to you today. Amen. Sometimes you walk around and say, Can I ever have a car? You have a car. Amen. Because I never thought I'd have a car at a point. But as I kept serving God and believed God, God has blessed me, said that I can also bless others with cars. Amen. So I just want you to know that whatever you are going through, it will come to pass. Sometimes when we're having construction around and people are, you know, I'm doing projects and then the masons, I see them and I say, You're going to have your own house too. And they look at them and say, They pay. What they get, you know, masons and things, it's just a lot of them, hand to mouth, hand to mouth. And the Lord bless me with my own house. Then that same God will do it for you. May the Lord do it for you. It came to pass. That is why you will marry. That's why you have your own children. That's why you're going to have your own business. That's why your story will change. You have been dishonored in your family, but I tell you, they will honor you. Amen. I know it. It came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land. It means that everybody goes through a famine. Nations go through famines. Amen. Did we ever think that we'll have light? But some way, somehow, the Lord has been gracious to us. I think we deserve to clap for the Lord. For the... Hey. Yeah. It never looked like it will be solved though. You see, I told myself, are we going to become like Nigeria? Nigeria has oil, whatever. But you go and boom, them everywhere, generator, gen, gen, set. They call, they call gen, set, gen, set, gen, set, gen, set. I said, Lord, deliver us. As the Lord has delivered us, you deliver Nigeria too. Yeah. And deliver the world. Amen. Oh yeah. So, you have to have hope. The Bible says that it came to pass that there was a famine. And famine time is a challenging time. Famine time is time of lack. Famine time is time where you are struggling with your examination. Famine time is a time where you don't have enough to eat. Famine time is a time when you are a young lady and you are 26 years old and everything has developed well. Your face looks good. You speak the Queen's English and yet no man has come to say, I want to marry you. Yeah. As a pastor, listen to me. I'm so concerned about our young men and young women. I want life to be good for them. And I pray that Lord, let these ones have hope. Lord, turn things around for them. Let them get good jobs. 
Oh, I wish that every week we'll have three weddings. Yeah. In fact, I wish every week we'll have three weddings. Married their sisters. I was telling one brother that I just have plans that by the grace of God as we get money, we'll be able to build some flats so that the people who are married, when they don't have money, we can put them in for two years. Stay in free. And then save your money. Then after two years, you move out to go and hire your house so that other people too will come and enjoy the facility. So that's, that's, that's what is in my heart. It's true. It's in my heart. Because I know that sometimes even accommodation is a problem. And even those who are already married, then sometimes you realize that, Charlie, I come with one man. And then the house owner is coming. Are you coming to renew or not? Then you yourself, you must be wise to say, I'm deciding to increase it. Because if you don't decide to increase it, the house owner will say, my officer is coming. My nephew is coming. It means they are going to move you. And so it is something that really touches my heart. But I tell you, this God is a good God. That as you serve Him diligently and faithfully, He will give you pleasant surprises. This year, which is our year of progress and fruitfulness, may the Lord let your life progress. May He give you amazing surprises. There was a famine in the land. And I want you to know that this was not the first time a famine had taken place. The Bible says in Genesis 12, 26 to one downwards. He says that there was a famine. In Isaac's day, there was a famine, just like in the days of Abraham. So whatever you are going through, you are not the first person. You didn't hear me. I said, whatever you are going through, you are not the first person. Any mistake you have made, you are not the first person. If you fornicated, you are not the first person. If you stole, you are not the first person. If you slapped somebody, you are not the first person. If you insulted somebody, you are not the first person. If you are in any challenge or difficulty, you are not the first person. And you will not be the last. And if only you would turn unto God and you have the steadfastness of Naomi and to turn around and get on the right track, the Lord God Almighty will put smiles on your face, will turn your life around, pick you from the back seat to the front seat, from the bottom to the top, from shame unto glory, give you a song and a testimony in Jesus Christ's name. There was a famine. Somebody said there was a famine. There was a famine in the land. It came to pass that there was a famine in the land. This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. Are you afflicted, troubled, confused? Do you need the touch of God? Join us this and every Friday for prayer, miracle, and healing service from 6.30 p.m. And God will answer every prayer and your heart's desires. May the work of your hands be blessed. May you receive the promotion of God and the defense of God. And wherever you go, may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you. Welcome back. Stay tuned. So your farming time is when you don't have a good job. Your farming time is, I've done all that I know to do to attract a man, to get a, a nice lady, to get a good job, and it's not happening. What do you do in your farming time? As a friend, what do you do? Number one, you got to pray through, praise, and then sow. Amen? We are still in Ruth chapter 1. The Bible says there was a famine. Someone said there was a famine. You've got to pray through it. In Acts chapter 12, verse 5 down to 10. The Bible says that when they arrested Peter, it was a famine. It was a challenging time for them. And they prayed. Constant prayer was made uh, by the church for Peter. And even though he was bound in chains and soldiers had surrounded him, the Lord God sent an angel. May the Lord send an angel into your situation and turn your life around. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He said, Behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison. It means that wherever you are, God can send a solution there. And God is sending a solution. The angel hit him and said, Arise quickly. An angel is a messenger that God will send into your life to change your life around. 
May the Lord release somebody that you need in your life who will turn your life around. A boss who will like you. A friend who will appreciate you. A way maker. Pray the Lord. Always release way makers. You see, there are people who make a way for you. They make a way. They speak for you. They do things so that things will be easy. May the Lord bring way makers into your life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Acts 16, 25, the Bible says that when Paul and Silas were put in prison at midnight, they prayed and they praised God, the two peace. And when they prayed and they praised God, there was an earthquake. It shook the foundation of the prison. Today, I pray that may the foundation of your prison be shaken. The Bible says that doors were open and everyone's chains were loose. May whatever has bound you be loosed. I said be loosed. It's a good place to say a big amen. So don't expect me to come and say you are wearing green pants or you are this and that and all those kind of things. The important thing is that the word of the Lord, you see your life is changed by the word. And when you accept the word, the word is a seed. And any seed you accept on the soil of your heart will grow and manifest and bear fruit. As I'm speaking, things are working. Amen. As I'm speaking, things are working. Hallelujah. May things work for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. So, three things you must do in your farming time. You must what? Pray. You must what? Pray through it. And then what? Praise. Is that right? Why? Because the Bible says God inhabits the praises of His people. Psalm 22 verse 3. So, I'm giving you scripture for everything. This scripture is for pray. Acts 12 what? 5 to 10. And then, you must praise God. Is what? Acts 16, 25. Is that right? Good. And then, what a scripture again? Psalm 22 verse 3. Have you got it? Uh-huh. And you learn. That's how we grow up. So, I'm teaching you how to become strong in a Christian life there are many of us we come to church we are born again but we are weak christians we are not strong because we have not taken in you see to be strong you have to do what it takes to be strong but we don't do what it takes to be strong and that's why i'm taking my time to teach tell somebody take your time okay so the third thing is what to give amen show your way out tell somebody show your way out so i'm showing you the way i'm not only telling you the lord will do the lord will do i'm showing you the methodology to come out of it is that right so you must show your way out so in your farming time in your difficult time in your challenging time what do you do show your way out plant your way out of it mm? in genesis chapter 26 verse 1 and 2 and then verse number 12 the Bible says that there was a famine in the land beside the first famine. That was in the days of Abraham. Is that right? Okay. It means that the days of Abraham, there was a famine. In the days of Isaac too, there was what? A famine. So there's no new thing under the sun. Hello? There's no new thing. You know, I think the bell button started coming. Many years ago, we used to wear bell button. Eh? Now Afro has started coming. We used to have Afro. In fact, the men used to braid their hair. And then they would comb it. Afro. You know? So the thing, it goes and comes back. It goes and comes back. Eh? The many before the bell button, we used to have Tunabu, which has now come again. You know? So there's no new thing. Okay. What did Isaac do during the famine? Verse 2. Read it with me. Then Isaac sowed in that land. Isaac did what he sowed in that land you see usually when there is a famine you want to run away because when there was a famine in the land of bethlehem judah the bible says that this man called elimelech someone say elimelech elimelech means my god is king and the wife's name was naomi naomi means my god is sweet can you imagine my god is king married to my god is sweet living in bethlehem judah bethlehem judah means the house of bread and praise and then a famine came. It means that where you are living, even though things may be good, there may be times where there may be challenges. You can have a relationship, but the challenging times may come. You may be in a church, and there will come a time that there may be some difficulties. Are you getting me? Yeah. You may be in a school, there may be challenges. You may be in a country, there may be challenges. You may be in a company, there may be challenges. Sometimes you are in a, a company, especially if you are a private company, 
And maybe that for a month or two, things are difficult. You don't run away. Hello? You have to stand and break through and encourage the owner. Amen. And when things are through, they'll give you a back pay and then you'll be honored as well. It's true. Don't be only somebody who is there for your personal gain all the time. You have to learn to stand with people. You have to learn to help the vision of people to stand. If you help somebody accomplish his vision, others will help you to accomplish your vision. It's true. If you help people for their vision to stand, you see, the thing in Africa, among us Africans, so it will never work if boss is not there. If boss is not there, we will never put in our effort. You see us using our tablet. Ta, ta, ta. Then we are browsing. Go to this site and that site and that site and look at the dresser and look at this and look at that. And that, that. The moment we hear, pa, 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 we are put it. Then computer no, on our betty sound. Ta, 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 ta. We will sweat by force. And God is looking at us. And one thing I want you to know is that you see, man may give you a salary, but God gives blessings. And it is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich. Anybody wants to be rich, eh? Don't look at your salary. Your salary will never make you rich. Salary is only corresponds to the way they value you. Everybody is giving salary according to your value in the eyes of your employer. But when you serve God, then he releases his blessing. And it is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich. So if you want to be a rich person, don't chase after the riches. Chase after God and chase after his blessing. So do what it takes to get the blessing of the Lord. Amen. Read it with me. The salary of the Lord. The salary of man. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. May the blessing of the Lord make you rich. Ideas to make wealth, witty inventions. Your 200 cities, 300 cities, 400 before relax, God is turning it around. May the Lord turn what you have in your hands around. May He turn your services around. The blessing of the Lord make it rich. The blessing of the Lord. May the blessing of the Lord come to you. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. He adds no sorrow with it. You see, chasing after riches is like trying to catch a flying bird. Can you catch a flying bird? If I tell you to go and look for a snake, there could be a snake in your house, but you can never catch a snake, but the snake will be there. So, riches can be so evasive. It is God who gives us riches. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So, Isaac sold the land. Tell us Isaac sold the land. He reaped in the same year a hundredfold. Wow. Hallelujah. Now, if you look at that of Naomi, they were living in Bethlehem, Judah, house of bread and praise. And when difficulties and challenges came, they decided to leave the land. And some of us, that's what happens. You are there. Relationship. Difficulties and challenges. There are even some ladies, they will leave a man. When the man loses his job, say, Ali, I came to enjoy. I have sacked you. Or I have sacked myself from your life. Hello? Hang on. Stay on. God will pull you through. No matter how long it takes. The Bible says in Psalm 30 verse 5. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh. Joy is coming. I said joy is coming. Joy is coming. And it's coming your way. To your address. Receive it in Jesus name. You miss a place to give the Lord a hand of praise. The Bible said they left, instead of staying in Bethlehem, Judah, they left for Moab. But in the case of Isaac, when there was a famine, the Bible says that he sowed in that land. He also wanted to go to Egypt. He wanted to go to America. He wanted to go to England. Please, don't go to England if God has not told you to go to England. Let your confidence be in God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because your car can crash today. Listen, take life very easy. Oh, to a Tariana, Tatan, maybe a Benny Kakra, as you are ironing the timber. Hey, oh Lord, my dear is bad. Why? It is dressed. Come And when the person was ironing, because of that, you go and slap the person. Pull, pull. Why? Because of the trousers. I'm not preaching here. Listen, 
stay where God has asked you to stay. Even in a difficult condition. Amen. You can be in the church and they may be having challenges. Everything may not be perfect. The truth is that your family, everything is not perfect. You yourself, you know it. So you, you know that you, you are not perfect. So the church is not perfect. Neither the pastor is perfect. Me, I never accept the fact that I'm perfect. I'm only praying that always God make me a better person. This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. Are you afflicted, troubled, confused? Do you need the touch of God? Join us this and every Friday for prayer, miracle, and healing service from 6.30 p.m. And God will answer every prayer and your heart's desires. May the work of your hands be blessed. May you receive the promotion of God and the defense of God. And wherever you go, may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you. Welcome back. Stay tuned. So if you are looking for a perfect pastor, you have missed it. I am not one of them. I am saved by grace. And I allow the word of God to be my signpost. So every time I am looking, what is the word showing me? What is the word to help me? Are you getting me? So if you look at my sins to serve God, you will miss it. That's a mistake most people do. They say, look at what the pastor has done. Look at what is it. And because I won't go to church. I won't uh, look at it. I had some pastor did that. What has the pastor's fault and sin got to do with your own Christianity? What has that got to do with you? When Bible say, work out your own salvation. It is a work out the pastor's salvation. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And then you are looking at the sins of the pastor, rehearsing his sins. But you know when God will forgive him. Do you know what he has told God in the secret of his room when he was weeping? And maybe the guy has tried. You don't know what has even been fighting him. He has fought and fought and fought and fought. And for every fighter, even the champion, when you fight and fight and fight, the challenger will give you one blow more. So the fact that you see that challenge, it doesn't mean anything. He has fought. And you have to clap for them. And you have to help them. You have to strengthen them. And encourage them. And not say because of what they have done, I won't serve God again. You are the one who is going to lose your own salvation. Am I helping somebody here? Amen. So when there is a famine, don't run away. In every nation, there's a famine. And God will deliver Ghana from our famine fully. Ghana will become a wonderful country. According to your faith, you either enjoy it or you keep complaining. And don't look at the politicians. Ghana will be a good country for you. It's not because of NDC or MPP. Those people, they cannot do anything. It is your God who will do it. You will flourish under NDC. You will flourish under MPP. You will flourish under PPP. You will flourish under whatever. ACP, CPP, whatever. NP that comes. NP, NAD, NA whatever. You, they, they are all alphabets. And they are all human beings. But your life is not dependent on the philosophies of these men. In fact, the truth is that they themselves, they need God. We meet the politicians, they need God. And we pray for them. Sometimes they don't know what to do. So God will help you. So from today, don't be looking at men. Look at God. In fact, the Bible says, Cares be the one who puts his trust in men. It came to pass. And the Bible says that when Isaac sowed in the land, what happened? He reaped in the same year, Genesis chapter 12. You see how the word of God is sweet? I'm still in root 1 1. Isaac sowed in the land and reaped in the same year. Oh, you are going to reap a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. Why? Because 
He sought where God wanted him to be. And the Lord blessed him. And watch it. When did he begin to prosper? When he sowed and then the Lord blessed. So when you sow, the Lord will bless your sowing. And then this blessing will come upon you. The man began to prosper and continue prospering until he became very prosperous. That shall be your portion. <laughs> Hallelujah. The man began to prosper. Continue prospering. May you begin to prosper. You see, some people, they begin to prosper and they stop there. They get one Opel, they stop there. One Toyota, they stop there. One Mercedes, they stop there. No. But you must begin to prosper. Continue to prosper until you become very prosper. Superlatively prosper. He began to prosper because he obeyed the principles of the word of God. It means that you too, you must sow something. Sow yourself in service. Sow yourself in joining a group. Sow. Give your life. Don't come to church and sit down and be a spectator and watch and be a commentator. But say, what can I do to make the church a better place? People are remembered for not getting. They are remembered for giving. You always remember what people have done for you. Not those who collected from you. Those who did things for you. I remember the person who drove me when I was going to get married. I remember the one who helped me to sew wedding suits. Are you getting me? I remember the one who did my ties for me. See, when people do things for you, if you are not an ungrateful person, you will remember. It is only wicked and ungrateful people who forget. From today, do not be a wicked person by being ungrateful. Don't let the weakness of ungratefulness lead to your wickedness. Sometimes weakness can lead to wickedness. When you are weak at something, it can lead to wickedness. You can forget. Amen. Yeah. If I am not interested in your life, I will never say a word to you. Do you see strangers on the road and you go and advise them? It is those who are close to you and those who you want their well-being that you try to talk to them. So when anybody tries to come to you and say, Oh, this your thing, it looks like Achia, there's this thing, there's that thing. It means the person has loved you and even risked his life. Because that is not everybody you can talk to. Am I preaching here? So when anybody comes to you and tells you something, please today go and then make sure that your mothers thank them for the good things they have done for you. Oh, what a word. This has been Reverend Jonathan Ekuban who brought you this message. You can call Reverend Jonathan Ekuban on 026-3316-457. That is 026-3316-457. Stay tuned. Same time next week. We can't end this broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make the greatest decision in your life. That is salvation. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just say this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner, lost and condemned to hell. I repent of my sin and ask. For your forgiveness. I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross and rose up again for my sins. I open my heart to you and receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please take control of my life and make me what you want me to be. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful gift of salvation. Amen. If you pray this prayer sincerely from your heart, then you are a child of God. Find a Bible believe in church and join or you can fellowship with us at Springs of Life Chapel International so you can grow up in your faith and fulfill your destiny in Christ. Scored by the ones he came to save.
Thank you for listening to the Hour of Glory broadcast. We hope you have been blessed by today's message. We invite you to join us at Springs of Life Chapel International and be part of a great family. Sundays, first service 6.30 to 8.30 a.m. Second service 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. We have our teaching service every Wednesday from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. And prayer and miracle service every Friday from 6.30 p.m. You will find us on the Bachona Dogono Road off the Spintex Road at Bachona Ecobank Junction. You can always call plus 233-244-216-084 or plus 233-262-589-060. Email revjekuban at springsoflifechapel.org. Revjekuban is spelled R-E-V-J-E-K-U-B-A-N. One word. Visit our website springsoflifechapel.org and our Facebook page Springs of Life Chapel. Springs of Life is one word or Jonathan Ekuban. <laughs>